Welcome to the Filipino American Women Project, a podcast show that shares stories and life lessons told by individuals living or have lived in America that are of Filipino descent and identify as female. I'm your host, Jen Amos, a fellow Filipino American woman, and I'm excited for you to join us. Let's get started. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Jen Amos here. And before I get this show started, I want to give you a little context. So this is going to be part two of the live show that we did in San Francisco Bay Area of December 2019. If you want to listen to part one of this recording, I recommend that you go back to episode 41. So this is episode 42. And now I recommend that you go back to 41 if you haven't listened to it yet. That one is titled, Filipino isn't something that you need to try to be. It's who you already are. And uh, I want to give a special shout out to Abby, who actually had said that line in part one. So go ahead and listen to that. And uh, if you are already caught up, I will try to keep this segment uh, really short. Just a couple of housekeeping. Just like in the first episode, this was a very raw recording um, that we did. So happened to be a sound studio um, in my Airbnb in Oakland, California. You're going to hear a lot of things in the background that you would hear when there are many people in a room. So I just ask you to give us grace for that. I hope that this inspires you that you could share your story unapologetically and in the most raw, authentic way possible. And that's what we really did at this live event. Also, I have to give another shout out to everyone that had attended So here we go. I'm going to go down the list of names. A shout out to Nani, my co-host. You can find her on Instagram at Notes by Nani. To Aubrey at Optimus. Abby at Sailor Moon 424. Uh, Crystal actually had to leave early. You can hear her contribution to our uh, live show in the first episode in part one, episode 41 of this. But if you want to learn more about her and the amazing work she's doing with her podcast show, check out IG handle at Filipina, that's with an A, Filipina on the rise. To our amazing historian, <laughs> Stacy Ann, IG handle Salinas S89. To my good friend, my high school friend, Keen, IG handle What's Cooking Good Looking. And uh, the birthday girl, Janelle at original. Now, these are all spelt in unique ways, so I highly recommend that you check out our show notes, uh, really the episode notes of this episode, you know, to get their IG handles and reach out to them and engage with them. This show wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for your continuous engagement with us. And so I hope for the second part, you pay close attention and feel inspired to reach out to us on Instagram at the Filipino American Woman or email us at the Filipino American Woman at gmail.com and uh, let us know what your thoughts are. And if any part of this next Uh, episode resonates with you in any way and of course if this reminds you of anyone or you think that this episode can help anyone to please uh, share this episode once again I just really want to thank the attendees that came out doing something like this I know uh, for a fact that it's a courageous act to show up Uh, and so I just want to thank you all again for believing in yourselves and really trusting us to provide you a safe space to just open up and speak unapologetically I love you all And uh, let's just get into it. I'm done talking now. All right, here we go. 
feel like there's all these stories and all these things that people mm. have been teaching me that I'm like, I should have freaking learned this, like, mm. when I was eight, like, oh, yeah. you know, and when but I was the asking. Is that none of us have learned exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Until yeah. we, yeah. you know, There's invested in it. Right. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that was kind of, like, my first initial yeah, reaction when back. I was, like, listening to yours, and I was like, wow, here are all the, like, not all the answers, but here are some of the answers mm-hmm. I, like, always wanted and asked for and just never bothered asking because I had this experience yeah. of like yeah. someone telling me like well you're not, it's not you're important. not here you're right. not important yeah. you're not important yeah. to be part of this like yeah. literally someone telling me that I'm not part of the history books and I was like okay but I'm here so like what yeah. does that mean so how did I get yeah. here how did I someone get here yeah. 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 Filipinos like the first Asians to be recorded in history in, in America ever mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't know yeah. that yeah, yeah. yeah. Be- like be- even before Columbus <laughs> no really I didn't know that before I learned this through the Filipino American History Month infographics that you shared, someone shared, and I was just like, yeah, I mean, even before the railroad was built and the Chinese got all the credit, I mean, not like I'm part Chinese too, but I'm just saying, like, why is our history so compartmentalized mm-hmm. to the point where, you know, the people who pick the food, why can I? The Manongs? Yeah, well, just the, the, the people workers? who, the farm workers, mm-hmm. why it is like, you know, Cesar Chavez get all the credit for that when oh, Filipinos, yeah. like Carlos Bulasan, like, hello, wow. like, that whole story mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. about him, you know, figuring out, like, just trying to get through that and yeah. just like, why? Like, why are we left out as Filipinos, like, uh, out of history completely? Like, completely left out of, yeah. like, and, like, the Chinese got, and the Japanese got, like, all this credit, well, not credit, but just, like, attention, like, yeah. in, in history. Like, we learned about that, mm-hmm. like, because we are, like, the smallest like I guess most manipulatable land you know like we don't have like an army like the art like like Japanese had an army I actually think that that's actually the key and that's probably a, like a top three reason of yeah. why we don't learn about Filipino history and yeah in we have American no political education. presence beyond mm. being manipulated and being used and being like you know as as our positioning mm-hmm. in the islands as like strategic positioning like puppeteered yeah yeah That's exactly word, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly as <coughs> like like so that like always mess with me personally like mm-hmm. identity identity wise it's like okay i'm just here to be used basically mm-hmm. yeah. you know? oh, and, right. yeah yeah because, wow. yeah, because filipinos as like as a nation have always just been used and never right. accredited mm-hmm. and never recognized and never represented mm-hmm. and it's just That's like so true and that's why this project is so special because Mm -hmm. this is like the baby steps towards gaining that recognition and amplifying the voices of the Mm -hmm. people who like Mm -hmm. lived have lived history lived life experiences so thank you both so much for the work you do and bringing us thank you for being here yeah yeah Yeah, we're and I want to I just can't emphasize enough like we wouldn't do this like I wouldn't have flown out to San Francisco if I didn't realize how important this was and it's mm-hmm. it's literally because of everyone's feedback like literally oh. you know and also Stacy when you wrote a piece about us oh, too like I'm it, she's so humble okay, yeah, can you believe no. like how humble she yeah. is <laughs> no but I'm serious because it's like I thought I was the only one that was thinking these things mm-hmm. you know and so when you hear another person that feels that way it's like oh like who else feels that way yeah. and then before you 
know it. At the time of this recording, we have 7,100 downloads for our podcast. And so I think it's just kind of like a testament to how much this show has resonated with people. And it's just really crazy, actually. Like, if I were to go through, like, the different, like, cities and stuff that people are listening from, I'll probably save that for another episode. But even the last episode we did, when we were, like, I think we were celebrating, like, 4,000. I don't know what were we celebrating. Like three or four. Like yeah. three or four thousand downloads. You know, it was just really crazy, like how many cities in California were listening in. I mean, mainly California. I think that's kind of obvious, but also like just in like different pockets in the U.S., like Chicago, like yeah, the East Coast, like New York, especially. And I think there's a very tiny percentage in Virginia Beach, which is where I live right now. <laughs> but anyway, I just think like it's so beautiful that. Even though we don't have the answers, like, entirely, I feel like Stacey is, like, the closest at it. Sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I'm just going to, like, fangirl you this entire time. <laughs> you on the spot this entire time. One of the founders of the Bulasan Center, by the way, at UC Davis. No, UC Davis. Dr. Rodriguez, yeah. no. Okay, but, but you were part of it. You are part of it. I'm, I'm throwing credit back to Stacey <laughs> because she's really humble, and when people are humble, I like to, like, just kind of oh, really recognize them that up. much more. <laughs> yeah, I like to amp them up. But, no, it's, it's kind of interesting that, like, we don't know all the answers, but that's our narrative right now now is that we're all coming together and we're all kind of like wow you don't know the answer you don't know the answer like you don't know why you feel like you're not enough like you don't know why you don't feel like you're enough and it's like I think if like more of us like come together and realize like oh my gosh like we all have the imposter syndrome oh my gosh we all have it and let's just like laugh about it first of all it's like oh my gosh like this whole time I thought I was the only defected person out there like I was the only one who felt like I wasn't enough I was the only one who felt like just yeah just not enough right I, I felt like I wasn't Filipino enough I wasn't American enough I wasn't like just enough you know and just to realize that like there's so many people that feel that way and like how we're coming together despite this whole like what was that phrase that Crystal said like internal calling like internalized internalized racism racism. like Mm -hmm. like despite like everything that has held us back to be in this space right now we're here we're here we're showing up so I just just want to thank you all like I can't even like Oh, my God. It's just so incredible to just be in the space with all of you right now and realize, like, oh, my gosh, like, we all, like, felt like we were not enough in some fashion or another. We all were, like, angry. We all had some sense of, like, I don't want to be around, like, other Filipinas. I don't want to be a Filipino. Like, if I'm too Filipino, then I'm not going to be recognized in the Western world, you know? Like, we all, like, had that. We're all closeted, like Janelle. (laughs) Which, it's her birthday birthday. today. Happy birthday. So, despite everything we have convinced ourselves to be, like, we showed up tonight anyway. Yeah, and, and, and realize that we can connect on that. Yeah, you know. And I just want to thank you all. Like, I'm sure there's a part of us that are like, man, this is like a fucking waste of time. Like, how is this gonna apply? No. How, is this, how is this gonna apply to my professional life? How is this gonna apply to like whatever, right? But I feel like this is so much bigger than us because there's so many closeted Filipinos who like want to be in the white community and try to blend in despite people asking like who are like where are you from where are you really from you know like you deal with that anyway because it's so much better than being in a community of Filipinos and just not feeling like you're seen Mm -hmm. right and so there's just like so many there's just so much there's so much and I just want to thank you all for being here today and and being like adding to our history right because history is really a collection of stories Mm -hmm. and like this conversation today I don't know if it makes any sense at the end of this especially when I edit it but I feel like for whatever reason like 
like every episode that we do, even though we don't know the direction of it, it has drawn certain people such as yourself to be here today. So I just want to thank you all. God, I feel like I lost my voice. Like my voice, <laughs> my voice is like really raspy now. No, no, I've been talking like nonstop for like 40, 72 hours now. But no, I just want to thank you all so sorry. much for like being here. To- sorry, not sorry. I know, sorry. Not sorry. I can't stop saying sorry. Not sorry. And so anyway, I just kind of want to open the floor to see if anyone feels like they want to add to like the conversation and say anything after Did what I said. Do you want me to answer the segregation thing? Are you figuring it on your own? Oh, no, that'd be great. Okay. Yeah, okay. answer, answer it. it. Sorry. What was the answer segregation thing you were talking about? <laughs> what was the question oh, like, again? It was literally just like where were Filipinos during... Right the yeah. segregation okay when we think about filipinos you're right they've been here since the 17th century they landed in morro bay they were one of the sailors that the spanish had told okay you're going with us in order to explore this land and they actually had confronted a lot of native americans and they had gone into a kerfuffle and those who had passed away from that kerfuffle were filipino sailors so the only reason why we know filipinos step on the land asians the first asians to step on the land is because the captain had kept a journal Wow. Yeah, and they had actually been importing Filipino slaves mm-hmm. from the Philippines to help construct <clears throat> and go through the gold mines in the New World. Wow. So the Spanish had imported Filipino slaves because the Philippines was using slavery already. But it's not a. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, the Philippines was not like perfect before colonization. Yeah, like, it was you know, very much okay, okay, like okay, feudal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah this is the first yeah, time I'm hearing them. Yeah, so yeah. in Southeast Asia, East Asia, they had slave systems. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then so we have that as well. And then when it comes to segregation, Filipinos were actually considered, if you look at the San Francisco census in, I think, in the middle of 19th century, late 19th century, Filipinos were considered white. They were considered white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you go to San Francisco's main library, I forget what it's called. God, and I'm from Daly City. What, at Civic Center? The main SF library, like the big one where they host all the events. Yeah. Is it just SF Library? Yeah. Or my trip in Oh, sorry. It's called... It's called... It's safety. It's safety, everyone. The main branch. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you go there, they have those census records, and so Filipinos were considered white. It's when you have... Wow. Um, That's really interesting. Yeah, and then when you have the Philippine-American War, Filipinos fighting for sovereignty and independence, that's when Americans really stick to their guns. Like, no, we are associating them with brown wow. menace, therefore they are other. And then it's when, but when you really see segregation happening, Filipinos weren't allowed to participate, especially when they're arriving as farm workers mm-hmm. and busboys, domestic workers in the United States, particularly during the Great Depression. They weren't allowed to participate as well. So if they wanted to watch a film, for example, they were like, let's say Salinas, they would have to have their own theater for Asians. They didn't have the word Asian yet. Asian comes out in wow. like the 60s during the Asian American movement. What? <laughs> yeah. So that collective identity, because wow. Japanese and Chinese, they didn't want Filipinos to be Asian. So we have all these movements, yeah, of claiming yeah. Filipino identity, claiming Asianness, but mm-hmm. they were Filipinos were segregated. It's when you really see it at the state and national level is when Filipinos wanted to marry white women, because Asian women, wow. you know, since the Page Act of like 1860, late mid 19th century, Asian women were barred because they were assumed to be prostitutes. So they're bringing yeah. in disease, mm-hmm. right? But it's actually white men who wanted the importation of Asian women, mm-hmm. right? Wow. And so, and a lot of Filipinas, if we look at traditional patrilineal patriarchal families why would you want the woman to go to a new world right so a lot of filipinos actually want to marry white women they married white women hispanic women and native american women wow yeah but when white mainstream society actually saw that if you read newspapers from the 20s to 30s they hated the idea of mixing they thought filipinos Mm -hmm. were this exotic group of men who were too feminine but also too masculine for their own good because they have that spanish flavor and they're catholic they don't like catholics 
right? Mm-hmm. And so they think they're going to ruin our pure white women. The Americans didn't like Catholics? Yeah. Christians okay. So it's WASP, so white Anglo-Saxon Protestants were the majority leaders. If we oh. Even look at today <coughs> in our politics, uh, WASP. We call them WASP. Wow, that's deep. In wow. history. Wow. Yeah, and okay. so they didn't want Filipinos mixing with white women mm-hmm. because Filipinos were better at it. And being and being suave. So if you actually mm-hmm. look at primary sources and you listen to oral histories, Filipino men actually donned the entire Western suit, the zoot suit. They knew how to dress themselves up. They knew how to peacock themselves in essence, mm-hmm. and they danced with white women at taxi dance halls in their spare time. So if you can imagine, a, this. if you can imagine a Filipino worker in his zoot suit, right? He's he's in the farm all day, 12 to 14 hours. He wants to have a good time. Mm-hmm. There's no Filipinos here. For every 20 Filipino men, there was one Filipina, right? Wow. And that's across this uh, across the for some states as well. Um, so he would want to have a good time. So he actually danced with taxi dance girls, who are usually white women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. interesting how the Filipina woman experience is so different from the Filipino yeah, men. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but yeah. we always uh, so in case there's any Filipino men like listening me. to this, <laughs> like Keen, yeah. if you start a podcast for Filipino men, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> yes, just saying, yeah. just saying. And we should utilize Stacy yeah, as yeah. a resource. Yeah. <laughs> 1934. Yeah, talk to Stacy. Los Angeles County, a Filipino man rolled down, wanted to marry. A woman outside of his race. Wow. Because, and he argued, no, I am not Mongolian. I'm not Mongoloid. I am not Chinese. I'm not Japanese because they had immigration acts that had deemed those people as non-white. Mm-hmm. And he said, he argued, no, because I am Filipino, I should be clarified as white because I don't count as these other Asian groups. They denied him that basis. Wow. The basis was they didn't want him to mix with a white woman. So 1933, 1934, California state law, Filipinos cannot mix outside of their race. If they want to, they have to get out of the state. So a lot of them went to New Mexico, as far as Canada, to get married. So you hear about these Filipino wow. men who drove with their white wives. And this is what year? These are This is like 1933, 1934. That's mm-hmm. when the anti-miscegenation law happens. So mm-hmm. Filipinos have been experiencing segregation for a long time. But if you listen to these love stories, these men and their wives, they actually went as far as you know, Canada to get married. Wow. Yeah. As far as Canada to get married. And along the wow. way, they would get beat up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and attacked, and they're they're hopper kids, they're mixed kids. That also experience like the worst brunt of it. If yeah. you're a white woman and you chose to marry a Filipino, it's actually called the Cable Act. You were denied American citizenship. You would inherit the citizenship of your husband. Wow. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Filipinos were nationals, so they're in between. So yeah. You lose, mm-hmm. and then your children become nationals as well. That's super, just like interesting for me to hear because yeah. my mom is white and mm-hmm. my dad is Filipino, so if it was and so, yeah. they met in well, I don't know when they met. Uh, <laughs> after that, but yeah. not that much longer. Yeah. Wow. After that, like maybe thirty years or something. Yeah, they removed the anti-miscegenation law only because Filipinos participated in the war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that's Crazy. segregation, but what Filipinos. War? Uh, World War Two. Okay. Yeah, they participated in World War Two by force. Wow. Yeah, they removed the anti-miscegenation law from that. But yeah, it's a pretty sad history. But yeah, because I, I also have a chapter in my dissertation about the Filipinos who married white women. They're actually wow. elevated in class mm-hmm. because they had gotten a white woman as a prize. So you have articles about mm. the white wives having to be Filipina enough mm-hmm. in order to be accepted into the Filipino community. And then, wow. yeah, and you actually, I followed the census records and where they were. So those mixed families had a higher status in that ethnic enclave in mm-hmm. Salinas for example they live on the other side of the railroad tracks wow and the Filipinos live in the ghettos yeah in the tent cities yeah the labor camps so crazy so yeah that's a lot of information yeah I know which is great 
that's because you can replay this. We're all going to have to listen yeah, back to that. chapter, too. And also, it's homage to my fiancé because he's also half Filipino, wow. half Italian-American. And so, like, what happened to these mixed-race kids? Yeah. Yeah. Because they either choose to claim their identity or they're forced to stay in between because they don't know what to do. Right. Or they choose the Filipino side. And that's not fair forcing a child to yeah. pick. Mm-hmm. Right? And we never hear the woman's side of the story as well. So, yeah, I, that's a chapter in my dissertation about the mixed-race children and the white wives or the Mexican wives because Mexican was also considered white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So if, you're Filipino wow. wanted, if a Filipino wanted to marry a Mexican-American woman, he couldn't. He had to go yeah. to another state. Yeah. So. I feel like we're in class right Sorry. now. Sorry. No, no, I love no, no, it. No, 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 no. We, segregation. I appreciate Cancer. it. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Oh, my It only goodness. took me, like, forever years, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got all the answers right here. In your closet. <laughs> in your closet. <laughs> on your birthday. And you can repeat this a number <laughs> yes. of times because it'll be on. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Stacey. Thank you for allowing us to ask you all of these you questions. Pick your brain. And yeah. pick your brain Please. because you're just yeah. so invested in this so thank you so much for that Mm -hmm. i just wanted to open the floor to see if anyone wanted to share any thoughts on just anything that stacy said hey everyone jen amos here just cutting into the middle of the show like i always do but also at the time of this recording we did have to take a pause so i thought i would use this opportunity to give a shout out to mestiza taqueria which was uh, a restaurant in san francisco bay area they're on Bryant Street. Uh, they were so gracious to cater our event. So I just want to thank you specifically to Marianne for working with us and also to Nani, of course, for helping coordinate with them to cater for us. Just a little bit about Mestiza Taqueria. It was created and influenced by the Filipino roots of the owner, Diana Sisson. So shout out to you. Shout out to Mestiza Taqueria. Really encourage you all to learn more about them, especially if you're in the Bay Area, and check them out. And if you want to learn more about them, check them out in the show notes. All right, let's get back into the interview. Anyone? Do you have any other questions? She's here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. yeah. I'm like so overwhelmed by that one answer. I'm like, I don't even know well, if I, I have any right now. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I think yeah, that it ties no, into, um, or not ties into, but if you look at like the reason why we're all here and yeah. all of our stories, like it's very much connected to that. Mm-hmm. In different ways, obviously, for everybody, because we all have different backgrounds, but that explains so much. Yeah. I mean, at least for me. Sorry. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. So why do we say sorry so much? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I just feel like we had such an awesome conversation today. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious because you all made time to show up today and be here. So I thought we would either wrap up or let's see where this conversation goes. But I kind of wanted to just go around in a circle and just share like r- the real reason why you showed up. And, like, if you feel like you got what you wanted out of showing up today, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a moment to think about it. I'll start because I'm in a talking (laughs) mood now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I came out, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. Why am I closing my eyes? Maybe I get more into it when I close my eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Because when I close my eyes, I'm going to sing a song for y'all. <laughs> because we're in a music studio. I feel so compelled. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to sing. Happy birthday. Only at karaoke. Yeah, I like sing when I'm drunk at karaoke. That's it. That's the only rule. So if anyone wants to hear me sing, drunk karaoke is going to be the same. I'm celebrating my birthday tomorrow at a karaoke bar. You should come see Oh, girl. Where? 
okay, okay, message me. DM me, DM me, DM me. Don't tell everyone. Because everyone's going to show up now. No, no, this episode will be available, like, mid-January. I know already. So, like, yeah, because just on the schedule and, like, how the other episodes are coming out, I know it's going to be mid-January. But anyway, I feel like the reason why I came out is I want to kind of, like, just share a story of, actually, like, you know, Keen was sort of a part of this, but when I was in high school, I was a freshman at East Lake High School, as Keen knows, and at the time, there was another high school that was opening up. It's called Otay Ranch High School. So this is in Chula Vista, California. So shout out to anyone in San Diego. So I could have stayed at East Lake High School because my brother was there. My brother was like a junior, senior there. I had the choice to stay or I had the choice to go to this new school where as a sophomore, I was going to be the upperclassman for three years. So we were the upperclassmen for three years. So I could have stayed, but the reason why I decided to go to a new school is because I was bullied by Filipinas or Panais in eighth grade, and I had discovered, I found out that a lot of them were going to go to this new school. And I thought to myself, like, do I want to avoid that? Do I want to avoid that confrontation and just kind of like stay at East Lake High School and just kind of like live my life and just always avoid it? Or do I want to face it head on? And so I decided to go to Otay Ranch. I mean, amongst many reasons, like they sold the idea that sports was going to be really big there. And it was cool because I was like, I was varsity and team captain of my track and field team and cross country team for three years, like sophomore to senior year. (laughs) But anyway, the reason why I mention this is that I feel like we all have a choice where we could just kind of like stay where we're at. Or I think like what we all feel like, and maybe this is just the way that I describe like what we're all going through is that we feel like we have this disability because we're Filipino and we could either just deny it and try to cover it or we can face it head on. And that's why I decided to go to Otay Ranch is because I felt like I could address a lot of my issues, especially being Filipina, like head on and then like going to the school. And so I feel like that's kind of what we're all doing today is just is kind of despite everything. We don't know, like, what this is going to do for us, but it's so much better than just, like, covering it up. It's so much better than ignoring it, denying it, and trying to blend in with everyone else, despite the fact that we already, like, look different, right? And so I think that's kind of, like, how I see this whole situation is that we're really talking about it in a very raw inebriated way mm-hmm. yeah. and I just want to thank you all for that experience oh yeah to answer the question of like you know did I get what I wanted out of showing up like what was my expectation well first of all I didn't have any expectations but I think for me it was kind of like there's like this bug in my ear where like I just ha- I just have to come to San Francisco and I just have to kind of like figure this out like because I'm not going to figure it out by sitting in Virginia Beach being with my white husband and my white roommate and my white community. I'm not going to figure it out that way. So I need to come into the heart of it. I need to come into the place where like a good majority of our listeners are at. And for me, I just feel like you all have just given me more conviction to just show up as I am period. Like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that's going to look like, like after this when I'm sober. But, (laughs) but I really do feel like you all have given me this conviction to continue to show up as I am and to continue to produce this podcast. And it's crazy because like, I've been self-funding it. I mean, it's not expensive, but I've been self-funding it. Like this has nothing to do with what I do for my career right now, but I'm doing it because for whatever fucking reason I need to do it. You know, it's bigger than whatever I understand. I just have to do it, you know. And I think it has a lot to do with, like, everyone's feedback of, like, yeah, like, I'm stuck in that 
situation as well. Like, I don't know why I feel so self-conflicted. I don't know why I don't feel good enough. And I just feel like we need to keep like addressing that until we find the language and the verbiage mm-hmm. to get out of our closets, Janelle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and, and just be like, yes, this is who I am. This is who I am. Like, I don't know entirely who I am, but this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's it. So. Anyway, I just want to see if any, that, that's all I wanted to say. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Very, I very think so. Okay, okay, thank you. What you talked Thank about. you, alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> okay, welcome. <laughs> thank you for bringing my drinks. You're yeah, welcome. you've been doing it all night. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Okay, anyway, yes. yeah. Um, I think that for me, what I try to do in any space that I'm ever in is provide perspective. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm trying to do in any of my idle time that I'm not like trying to focus on something is gain perspective. And it's one thing to like communicate with you all online and through Instagram, which is amazing. Like I enjoy those conversations and I appreciate that feedback, but it's another thing to put a face to the name. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just really recognize the impact. And like you said, reiterate that this is so much bigger than us even if we don't understand it or know how to articulate and that's why all of you guys are so important because you help us do that like these conversations help us develop that language that we need to Mm -hmm. have these conversations so that even if you're not participating if you're just like you said in the back seat yeah per jolene's example you're still benefiting from it Mm -hmm. and like someone else said before you don't have to be a frontline activist you can find your own place in it you know there's behind the scenes work to be done there's frontline work to be done and everything in between you know and there's so many of us that are just now plugging into this that i think that this conversation just has to keep going you we're just gonna keep like our mouths open yeah <laughs> Fine. i mean i don't want my mouth to get dry but i like hydrate at least a little bit okay cool so i want to just go around in a circle i feel like this is kind of our way of like wrapping up this conversation because i know it's getting late and people need to go home but anyway to just kind of remind everyone what the question was it's kind of like did you get what you were looking for coming out here tonight and if you did what what was that so who wants to go next? I mean, obviously, I can go. Do you want to go next, Abby? Sure, I can okay, go next. All right. Here up, here up. I'm next to you, so. Yes, okay. Thanks. Go ahead. I didn't even know what to expect tonight, to be honest, because I didn't even really know until a few hours ago exactly what I was doing <laughs> or where I was going. I just figured, you know, I listened to the podcast and I really wanted to come out and just support it. And I didn't know what to expect, but I got a lot more than what I came here for, I feel Beautiful. like. Just. Thinking about my own experiences and listening to all these other stories Mm -hmm. and how amazing is it that, you know, despite these hurdles that we had to jump through, you know, we're still here Mm -hmm. and that in and of itself is already powerful. But the work that you both do is, you know, something that I struggled with a lot on my own in terms of my own identity. So to see us reclaiming it and being proud of it is something so meaningful to me. Um, and it allows me to keep doing what I want to do yeah. because I really want to be like Stacy in a lot of ways. <laughs> we Don't, Don't we all, all want to be like Stacy? I love you, Stacy. <laughs> okay, listeners, if you see Stacy's face right now, she's just like looking down, shaking her head. She's so crazy humble. That this is why we're picking on her because no. she's so humble right now. No, it's her birthday. <laughs> And now we're gonna take it on Janelle because it's her birthday and she didn't tell us until we until like she decided to share it later. Keep reminding her it's her birthday. So yeah, we're just gonna call out everyone and also Keen being the only male here in the room. Yes, yes, 
yes, yes. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Right, no, back. but, I mean, it's just empowering to see other Filipino women not only being proud of who we are mm-hmm. and what we do, but also having the willingness to share our stories despite the times that we're yeah. belittled, despite the Absolutely. times that we're discriminated yes. or offended or hurt by others within and outside of our community. Mm-hmm. We're still here. And I think that that's just so amazing. And I think that just being in this space with you all really empowers me to keep doing what I do. Beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. So good. Aubrey, it sounds like you have something yeah. to say. <laughs> well, I mean, just listening to everyone, I feel very appreciative. And I definitely have received beyond what I expected. I knew I needed to come here because despite all my self-doubt and insecurities and social anxiety surrounding why I shouldn't come here, I just felt like... I was following your lead, you know, like you using your voice and listening to each of you use your voice gave me a voice or just, you know, modeled for me as a person who didn't grow up with her own parents and having that model of how to be as a person in that first unit of what it's like to be in the world at all. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I did am working with right now personally and just finding my models, finding like what I want to sound like what I want to hear like and what I don't like what you said Mm. about you know finding inspiration in the artist um, that we like and what we don't like and we get to choose and owning that empowerment I just feel like stronger from it and I think the biggest takeaway I get to have is releasing of the shame because Mm -hmm. I had so much shame like about not being Filipino enough or American enough or woman enough even mm-hmm. you know in so many ways because <coughs> of the whole invitation and just the group chat and you were like I don't know about mics and I was like I don't either I just wanted to offer it yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we're I not only, even using a mic I know <laughs> and I only offered it because of like a criticism that I had that was like okay when I listen to the podcast I can't hear hear well and I wish Mm. if I could help this podcast I want to help it so if like maybe there's someone else out there who can't hear as well no matter how Mm. loud I turn it and put it it's just like very cloudy Mm -hmm. and obviously like I'm not knocking it I still listen to it and I'll take it for what it is cloudy and whatever because it still brings me a connection that I've never been able to have before wow. within myself. Wow. So thank you all. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, yes, definitely leaving with with so much more than I came with and expected. So. And I appreciate you saying that because I feel like my purpose here doing this podcast is just to be a mirror for everyone else. It's like, I mean, I could totally talk about myself, but this show is not about me. You know, it, I mean, of course, like my story adds, like, adds to it, but ultimately it's just like being that mirror for other Panais to see themselves and to realize that they are good enough, you know, like they're validated and they have a voice and they need to speak up. And there's this quote that I heard some time ago, it said something like, the only way to find your voice is to use it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what Nani and I are doing. We don't know where the fuck we're going, but we're talking. And apparently it's brought people like all of you to join us today. 
and, you know, to influence you in this kind of way. So I just want to thank you for being here and, and sharing that. And I think that there are listeners in your position who also have something to say about the audio. <laughs> and I want to thank you for that. And we want to hear from you more often because we definitely do want to improve the audio, especially now that I have this editor that does a really good job at it. But yeah, I think from here, we're just getting better. Yeah, we're getting better. Absolutely. And we're getting better because we realize that people are listening to our stories. Yeah. You know, the, the primary goal was just to document the stories. Mm-hmm. And now we want to document them a lot better because we realize it matters. Mm-hmm. So thank you for your feedback. Thank you. Yeah. And despite all of that, I brought a mic and we couldn't use it. So. <laughs> and that, yeah. to me, like the best quality of being Filipino is our resiliency. And yes. I know everyone will agree. Yeah. Anyone who's non-Filipino, who's meta-Filipino will say yeah. they're happiest people. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> absolutely. despite our inner turmoil, we're mm-hmm. still finding yeah. like That's this joy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, yes. you know, mabuhay to us. want to chime in on that I, I, Stacey you talked a lot but you're yeah. welcome to keep talking yeah. did you get what you wanted we'll work toward it yeah. we'll work toward yeah. it yeah 2020 is going to be an exciting year yeah because I was just expecting sisterhood in whatever form that looks like beautiful yeah and that's why i do what i do i was raised by my grandparents too so um i was always stuck in between like what is filipino culture and what isn't and then you're also just like thrown into daily city it's just filipino town Mm -hmm. but what that's taught me is i just want collective community and usually sisterhood's the best thing to lean to because it's familiar and then when it's not familiar you make it familiar I did come in here with what I was expecting. And also, when we first met Mm -hmm. on the phone, Mm -hmm. I already knew that there was a good... It wasn't even an opportunity. It was just more, oh, another connection to family. Oh, yeah, because beautiful. you didn't. Because I did also get bullied by yeah. other Filipino organizations, as advocates <coughs> actually witnessed when I wow. was participating oh, in yeah, Filipino yeah. American History Month wow. in Yolo County. Um, Filipino elders telling me I'm not Filipino enough because I can't speak, speak Tagalog, but I actually wow. understand Tagalog and Ilocano and Pangasinan. Mm-hmm. Wow. But we were taught not to speak it mm-hmm. because we don't want to fall back in school. Mm-hmm. And looking me up and down and saying, oh, you're not, you're full Filipino, aren't you? And I knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think we all know what that means. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So I was only expecting sisterhood. I got that essentially out of it. But, and it's also a good moment for my mentee, Abby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's, 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 she's graduating. Yeah. She, yeah. If she wanted to find other collectives, that's yeah. positive and affirming. Yes. Yeah, not you're bullied into being Filipino. <coughs> oh, my God, yeah. yes. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. you're bullied to be Filipino yeah, when absolutely. it's not... In actuality, the box mm-hmm. is not well yeah. defined. It's very right. inclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very yeah. Yeah. clicky. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Filipino girls were. We're clicky. very anti-tippy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me- Watch out, tippy. Filipino, <laughs> Filipino <laughs> version of Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty pretty much. much. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're the nice <clears throat> girls. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I know that, like, for anyone that thinks that they're a tip- tippy or, like, oh, my gosh, that was me. I was part of those, like, groups that bullied other people. Well, Crystal said it. That um, she was a flutist and she was a bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know? and you said She said it. <laughs> Play back I, the I, tape. 
I believe you. Oh, so what's her Instagram <laughs> handle again? What's her Instagram <laughs> handle? <laughs> she said it on the right. <laughs> she said it herself. I'm just quoting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. then, yeah. It's still sisterhood. Yeah. You yeah. learn as you go. And yeah. sisters fight. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's so yeah. true. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. I think like the reason we all came together too is, is our like vulnerability. You know, just not knowing and just kind yeah. of all yeah. like venturing into the unknown just kind of together. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think to add upon that, like even when. Even if we do feel competitive against each other, or we feel like we need to, like, you know, like, treat our other panayas as, like, the other kind of thing, or, like, we're better than them, that it's still not going to change the fact that we're Filipino. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we continue to dive into this. Mm-hmm. Like, we will take breaks. Like, I have definitely take breaks from the community, and I still will take breaks. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll admit that. Not not out of, like, shame. Not out of, like, it, healthy boundaries, y'all. Yeah. It's like my husband. Like, I can't be around him all the time, okay? <laughs> like, we run a business together. We spend life together. We have a dog with separation anxiety together. Oh. And this is, like, the longest I'm going to be away from him in three years, for three weeks. But it doesn't mean that I don't like like him it doesn't mean that i'm not gonna like be with him ever again it just means that i need to take a break and i think that's one thing we need to understand as filipinos is that it's okay to take a break yeah. you know it's okay to take a break and to realize that for yourself and not just get so invested in the community that you feel like you need to attack someone yeah, or you have your own space yeah exactly yeah. and so anyway that's it that's all i was gonna say i felt like i was gonna say something else and i forgot all right jenny was here jumping into the middle of our show as i always do to remind you why this show is possible So, you know at the end of every episode, I tend to say, if you didn't catch our guest contact info, don't worry, we'll have those in the show notes. Check them out. I work so hard on them. You're welcome. Well, it's been brought to my attention that our show notes are not as easy to find as I thought, which is why starting summer 2020, the Filipino American Woman Project is proud to be partnering with Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. Captivate is created for independent podcasters, designed from day one to help you to focus on audience growth and the expansion of your audio influence. One way that Captivate makes our lives easier as independent podcasters is by taking the guesswork out of making a website for your show. That's right, a website for your show. So listeners, starting summer 2020, finding our show notes will be so much easier. All thanks to Captivate. You're welcome, as always. If you're about to start podcasting or are getting burnt out from all the extra work of producing one, like building a website, consider a seven-day free trial, that's right, free, with Captivate by visiting thephilamwoman.com. That's the philam, short for Filipino-American, woman.com. Or, you know, check out our show notes in the meantime, which is in the details section of each episode. Once again, you can visit thephilamwoman.com or visit the details section of this episode. Anyway, Keen. <laughs> Anything else, Stacy? No, like... no, that's it. Okay, cool. Um, I kind of want to write off of what Stacy was saying, but I want to start by saying when I came here, I was really in the mood to see like behind the scenes. I haven't been too involved with many podcasts or <coughs> live discussions, but I'm diving headfirst into it. So mm-hmm. I was just drawing as much information as I can in the tech specs. But what I found and didn't expect was. Well, sisterhood. Uh, I guess yes, King. Yes. 
I have one brother. I never had any sisters. Oh, wow. Are you younger or older? Six. I'm younger. It's okay. I never knew you had an older brother. That's right. In the 15 years that I've apparently known you. You don't know a lot about me, actually. Yeah, we're going to find I'm going to learn more about you tomorrow as we hang out. Okay, anyway, go on. And just the whole point of me actually really getting on to... you know, opening myself up and allowing myself to be vulnerable and to uh, let that voice ring in the form of my own channel uh, with, through the medium of food and get-togethers mm-hmm. because th- that, that's really where it is for me. It's, it's, I got into the food industry, realized that food is life. Mm-hmm. Food is also like money. Literally. Yeah, food mm-hmm. is money, so you can turn it into something. And um, one of the knowledge bombs I'll drop from school is that the great chef uh, Brown would tell me that time which we all have. Time is an ingredient. Yeah. You can't cook a recipe unless you have time for it. Yeah. Hmm. So when you combine the Hmm. time and food and money, (coughs) I can't stop. And that's why everything I'm doing, even just the social bonding, I'm thinking about the next time I can, you know, serve dinner to you or we can get together. It's always around food, just like we have in the other room. You're going to be like our personal cook when I'm in town again. This is what being together. I know that in this day and age, Mm -hmm. it's been so, like, complicated with food. We have impossible burgers. What's that even mean? Yeah. And, like, why do people still buy it when it still tastes like crap? (laughs) Um, But there's a whole, there's there's a ton of conversations around food that I'm I'm willing to be explicit and put myself Mm -hmm. into. I might make enemies out of giant corporations because I'm going to talk about things that they don't want the people mm-hmm. to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's the truth, and this is what the whole community, the whole sisterhood, brotherhood, the collective mm-hmm. is about. It's about sharing these truths and, and moving forward from it, just as, as much as it is to find out about our own identity <coughs> and sharing that, you know, I'm not the only one that feels that way. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, a, it's a great weight off of everyone's shoulders. I think for a lot of us, it starts as like a personal investment or a mm-hmm. personal journey, and then once we find all these other people that yeah. we yeah. that are mm-hmm. so relatable, then it becomes like the responsibility aspect, you know. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So y'all's is my community, and I hope to cook for you yeah. again. Yeah, soon. you can cook for us anytime. Yes, he, <laughs> lives, he lives in the city, so hit him up. Check out the show notes. <laughs> show notes, you're welcome. Find his IG handle. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you, Keen, so much. Oh, thanks for having me. Yes. Birthday girl. Yeah. Birthday girl. So the birthday girl. <laughs> Janelle's Closet Podcast. <laughs> Janelle, what do you have to say? What's going on? <laughs> I I don't really know what I was looking for mm-hmm. besides, like, what I t- mentioned earlier and feeling like this sudden responsibility to, like, figure things out really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I just, like, I, I don't know what I wanted out of this, and I don't know. That's okay. I don't feel like I've had time to, like, process this whole entire conversation. Am I going to, like, process this, like, yeah. six months from yeah, now? Yeah, I'm going to be, <laughs> and like, be like, oh, my God, Jen, I realized. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. When you get oh, home, you're going to be like, oh, that's what I got out something. of this. Yeah. <laughs> Can you add this to this? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been talking a lot to my therapist, actually. So I didn't tell any of you guys this, but I was the first person both sides of my family to be born in the United States. Wow. So mm. I feel like there's just, like, all these, like, added layers Absolutely. of, like, mm-hmm responsibility to like figure things out on Mm -hmm. my own and a lot of my sessions are me just being like I am tired of trailblazing and doing this alone yes and figuring it out all by myself Mm -hmm. and it was really hard going to a university that was largely nursing students Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. knowing like 
that's where I was supposed to be and mm-hmm, that's what I mm-hmm. should be doing. And I think that one of my things when I was searching out like other people in community of people who like didn't take traditional routes mm-hmm. and not to say that that's like a bad route to take, but I kind of felt like I was doing it on my own and that mm-hmm. no one else was doing that, especially because I was surrounded by so many people who were taking the traditional route and all my roommates were nursing students and all my like best yeah. friends are nursing students. Mm-hmm. So it was just like really rough mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has been like my biggest, like there has to be other trailblazers, you know, like there has to be other people who are doing this with me and it's not just like a me thing. Mm-hmm. And I have like gained a lot of insight listening to this podcast and realizing like it it's not just me. Yeah. There are a whole bunch of people who have taken on their own route and their own journey to wherever it is that they are now. And I've had a lot of like solidarity and feeling like I'm not alone. Yeah, yeah absolutely. From complete strangers that I've like yeah. never met. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what I wanted out of this night, but I'm really happy that I showed up yeah. and yeah, I'm really so glad that I'm here and that whatever it is that happens after tonight, mm-hmm. who knows, but I think that tonight really affirmed all of these like feelings of like being alone mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not having other people to lean on in this like non-traditional route I took. Mm-hmm. I also did not mention this, but I, I'm getting my master's in business administration right now. And it yes, is, queen. it is it. so like dominantly like yes. male and yes, white. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. it is imagine. so yeah. hard to like mm-hmm. speak up in my classes. And I talk yes. about that often yeah. with like my friends. And so I've just gotten to a point and I said this earlier, but I really have just gotten to a point where I'm like tired of doing this alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like really need to search out people who are yeah. also mm trailblazing themselves find your tribe yeah exactly so I am happy I showed up and I'm happy to be here and I'm sure I'll figure out what this means afterwards absolutely yeah at the least thank you yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think all of the answers to that question is also an evolving thing. Like that's yeah. an ongoing mm-hmm. question yeah. that you can ask yourself every time you listen to an episode yeah. or when mm-hmm. you talk to us on Instagram or mm-hmm. yeah. you know, whatever it is that impacts you. You can keep asking yourself that question. Your answer will continue to change. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. And I feel like we've had the fortune of interviewing so many trailblazers. Mm-hmm. I feel like every other person we interview will say, like, I'm the only Panai, yeah, the only one in my space, you know, and and yeah, we got to stick together, you know, we got to continue showing up, and I think part of that is really sharing our story. So, Nani, did you get what you wanted out of tonight? Yes, I answered first. Oh, you did! (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) did she? (laughs) When you were were collecting your thoughts, oh, I was. Oh my god, I'm like sobering up now, and I'm just realizing what happened. I love it. Well, everyone, I think obviously this is not the end of our conversation. This is really the start of it, you know, especially the first of many conversations. And I just want to thank you all for being physically present because I know that a lot of us listen to this in our closets. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm sorry to keep picking on you, but it's your it's birthday, Janelle. Your birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday, and we want to keep acknowledging you. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really true that a lot of us listen to this by ourselves. And you know, when Nani and I do this, we don't do this around other people. We do it in the safety of our own homes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even for me, it's like I didn't really re-explore this again and want to relaunch it until I was away from, like, my own mom, you know, in my own community to be like, okay, maybe I can, like, finally look at our community without feeling so, like, maybe angry all the time or feeling, like, competitive or feeling triggered. Mm-hmm. And somehow along the way, I was able to connect with other people such as yourselves who, like, feel the same way. So with that said, I think Wait, this- I have one more... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I think I just... Go in your thinking space. I was going to respond to something that you said earlier. Okay. About how Filipinos have always just been used. Mm. And that, like, the way that you talked about it kind of gave, like, a very macro view of that. Mm -hmm. But I felt that on a very, like, personal, internal level, Mm -hmm. even in my own relationships with, you know, romantic relationships, friends, family, I've always felt like my only purpose in those relationships is to serve people. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of the, like, role that I've taken on. And what I get out of this is, like, oh, Maybe, like, this happened really, like, on the fly, the way that we agreed to co-host, and yeah. now we're here, and whatever, and, like, I have always been in my head about it, like, mm-hmm. I, whatever, but to be here in the circle and hear you guys talking about what it means to you helps me know that, like, even if it makes me uncomfortable, I have to do it, yeah. and I have to push myself, you know, so thank you guys mm-hmm. again. Yeah, beautiful. Well, I thought that we would wrap up, and I'm going to go around a circle again, because we're all here, so why not? Why not put you all in the spotlight? We just want to really maximize this time. Yeah. yeah. yeah I want you like, to leave. It looks like a studio of and all places. Another question. Yeah. No, no. I, I actually, I do, I do want to wrap up by everyone going around in a circle, and I do want to start with you, Abby, because you're next to me, and okay. I, I think Nani and I will wrap it up. But after this whole experience, and I know it's a lot of information, but what do you think is, like, the next step for yourself? Like, after tonight, what do you think you're going to, like, do next? Hmm. And so we can take a moment to think about it. And, like, Abby, when you're ready to share that, like, by by all means, like, go ahead. Sure. Go ahead and do that. Okay. (laughs) At the time of this recording, I graduated from UC Davis. Congratulations, by the way. Literally last week with a bachelor's in history and a minor in both Asian American studies and education. I'm submitting an honors thesis Mm -hmm. that includes Filipino-American history Mm -hmm. and sort of the real legacy of Cesar Chavez. Mm -hmm. Um, And so being under the guidance of a really amazing mentor, I want to keep writing our stories because they matter. Yes, absolutely. We matter. Yes. Yes. You know, and I know I've said this multiple times in other conferences, but I really do believe that Filipino-American history is not just a facet of American history. It's a part of American history. We are a part of this country. We're Mm -hmm. part of this society. And so for myself, I really want to keep writing those stories as I keep witnessing all these great you know, amazing things happening around mm-hmm. me. I want to be the one to to write it and to share with others, not yeah. just within our community, but in the spaces where we weren't originally welcome, mm-hmm. that we matter and to Beautiful. keep sort of pushing that, you know, pushing yes, that out there. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, need it. We're going to interview you next. Oh, we're going to be on the other oh, show. I know. Yeah. We're going to reach out. Yeah, Abby, you're, you're going to be on the show. It's beautiful, oh, yes. So good. Yes.
I don't even know. I, my breath is taken away. Like, I, that's what I want to do, but I have no qualifications. But I don't know what I want to do. I feel more confident in myself. But, like, right now I feel, like, really excited and just really, like, woken up. And I don't have a plan. But Okay, the, you woke up. You next, woke up. The next step <laughs> yeah. for me is to keep the conversation going. And with less shame because like the manang at the you know fast food window like i interact with so many filipinos all the time mm -hmm. every day and i want to just be like you know i don't mm -hmm. want to just be like you're filipino too but i just want to like i feel like it already happens like we already know you know mm -hmm. we're already out here but i just feel like i just want to say like it's okay or something i don't know mm. is that corny like no, no. So this is, this is like not. all the, the no. self-judgment everything comes in like mm -hmm. when i try to show up in, yeah. uh, in the outside world like here i am here with you where you guys are all affirming me but in general like i ha i hold so much like mm -hmm. shame about yeah. who i am yeah. and it's like at least after tonight my plan is just to go out there with like less shame and just be yeah. hey that's be, a, that's, that's a big so yeah. for me that's yeah. huge yeah. because yeah. I, yeah. I don't feel used <laughs> anymore you yeah. know yeah, like girl. i feel like i am useful and mm. i want to give what i have instead of feel like i'm being taken advantage of but to like mm -hmm. step into the world more empowered mm -hmm. and just present and okay and and proud and yeah i'm good thank you okay stacy your turn again action steps what do you think you'll do after <laughs> oh, this <clears throat> yeah finish my phd yes. oh yes girl awesome. yeah, yeah hopefully such big things and then continue preserving our filipino history Philam history, Filipina history, and just, I don't know, being, a, having some sort of substantial aspect in the legacy of what my grandparents and my great-grandparents and my parents had to go through mm. just to stand here. I think that's all I actually want. Mm -hmm. Just the blood of my ancestors actually looking back at me and saying that they were proud. I think that's it. Wow. Mm -hmm. And being recognized by other people, whether people of color, mainstream white, your American society just she did something for them that's it mm. I think that's it because I can't ask for more than what my parents and grandparents already did yeah yeah mm. beautiful so pay it forward beautiful yes. yes 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 thank you nice. all right Kane <laughs> well just as a professional cook I'm setting it up so that I could really impact the world and communities and change the way that we view our food and that, what I mean is that um, I think young people aren't given very strong skills, a good, good foundation of skills to mm -hmm. understand just basic things like boiling eggs or mm -hmm. cooking rice. I mean, okay, cooking rice is pretty basic. If, oh, no, some but, college kids do. And that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, to no. to maybe like everyone in this circle, yeah. yeah. They don't know you, this. You fill it up, just, you get the finger in there. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the difference between like good and great. Mm -hmm. yes. And, and yes. that's that's what I want to do. That's my, my yeah. almost like life mission I adopted is to make sure that the next generation of cooks cooks better than me. Yeah. Hmm. And so um I'm using this experience to build community to reunite yeah. with old friends and new ones 15 years Aww. apparently yeah. long story <laughs> not, not really long i forgot it was my that's fault a and, and that, that's yeah. a long yeah. time for just my own personal experience just moving around and saying bye yeah. to a lot of friends and yeah mm. one of my favorite things is saying hi to them later on yeah 
So, you know, now that we're all adulting and then we can make a real good impact on the community and with the Internet as a vehicle. Absolutely. I, th I think that we can really change views and uh, open up more perspectives just by sharing food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I got a lot to cook. Yeah. yeah, get started. Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Janelle. Birthday girl. Happy birthday. <laughs> Janelle's podcast. Janelle's, clo Janelle's clo closet, closet, closet podcast. <laughs> what do you think you're going to do after this? I don't know. I think I really liked what you said about showing up more mm -hmm. and just being present. And I, I feel like that's that feels like the easiest thing to do for me right now. Yeah. Just because I feel like there's a lot of learning that still needs to be done on my end. There's a lot of, like, figuring things out on a, like, personal level mm -hmm. and my impact for everyone else before I feel like I can do anything bigger. So I think that showing up might be, like, my next big step. Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, oh, I mentioned this earlier, but like showing up to this was like a really big deal for me. So, yes. And on I did birthday. it. On your birthday. Oh, so, my God. girl, you got all that food out there. So, like, why not show up to more things, you know? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to like undervalue the fact that you came out today. So, I just, I really want to just thank you for showing up. I know it's a big deal. I mean, I'm an introvert. Like, I don't want to get out of the house. I don't want to put on makeup on. I don't want to, like, wash my hair. Yeah. And I don't even shower. when I do commit, yeah. I'm, like, when it comes time to do it, I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll, like, sometimes I'll, like, over. Like, I will be excused. Yeah. I like, make. I'll take my time to, like, really get ready. Yeah. And then I'm like, do I really still want to go out? Yeah. So, so it was a big thing for me as well. And so I understand. And I just appreciate you for coming out because there are plenty of people who saw our posts mm -hmm. and they chose not to come out for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but I'm just glad. I'm glad that we had this intimate group to, to show up. So, Nani, your turn. Um, I think that I'm just at a point in my life where I'm very hungry for connection, specifically in this space. And like you said, I think I'm still working even now on like what that means for me personally and how I can use that to like serve whatever answers I find to the world or to the podcast community or Instagram mm -hmm. community or whatever and making that connection. So that's also something that I'm still working through. Yeah. Beautiful. And that's completely okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'll kind of wrap up with this. I think that's like maybe why let's say some people didn't show up or maybe why people haven't reached out to us yet is because they feel like they need to show up like they're perfect they need to show up as if they feel like they've like figured it out and the thing is none of us is ever gonna figure it out ever ever like no matter how much you study no matter how much you travel like you know my husband like traveled the world and he still doesn't have it figured it out you know and he speaks like four dialects and and he's like this I mean, in my opinion, he's this privileged white man, and he still hasn't figured it out. And if he hasn't figured it out, but he's still like pursuing his passion, he's still being present. For me, it's like, it's like I got, I got to do that. I'm allowed to do that too. I'm allowed to show up and not feel like I, I'm allowed to show up. Period. Yeah. Like I don't have to know it all. And I think my action step. I think it's obvious is to keep doing the show is <laughs> to keep inviting people to share their story and to continue to create like have the space 
for people to come forward and be unapologetic and share their story, even if even if they don't know their whole story. Because Nani and I will pry. Yeah. We will pry and we will we will we'll we'll force it out of you. We will force it out. I mean, not force gently. <laughs> force it out. Just force yeah. it out of there you. There you go. We will encourage. We will encourage. Force it out of you. No, we will do what we can because, like, we understand how difficult it is to like speak up. And I've definitely been in those situations. I was telling Nani about this even before this all started of like where I've been in situations where yeah I too was like in those situations where I was the only dark-skinned person in the room and it was like a culture shock I didn't realize how much it'd be a culture shock till I was in it you know and sometimes you just realize like wow like I really do stand out like whether I try to hide it or not I'm going to stand out whether I like it or not and and I just need to take that moment to like embrace that and like figure out how to like navigate through it So, yeah, I think my next action step is really to have an episode after this (laughs) and to just keep going and to also encourage any of our listeners who just uh, who actually like stuck through this entire interview, by the way, or yeah, this whole episode, it's it's probably like three hours, probably. But some people have, like, our drunk episode of two and a half hours. <laughs> Thank you for listening and, and hearing us talk about Pop-Tarts and McDonald's and <laughs> whatever else. Whatever else. And, and Archipelago. And, oh, God. <laughs> Don't bring that up. <laughs> I still can't say yeah, it. Just, okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's like how I can't say carp compartmentalize Car- thank you I can't <laughs> I, mean, I still can't compartmentalize Car- wait what compartmentalize compartmentalize yes compartmentalize yeah anti-disestablishmentarianism wow super califragilistic expialidocious thanks still to people still say that ABCDEFG anyway anyway with that said I just want to thank you all to our listeners and to everyone here today for joining us and if you all felt moved or compelled by anyone who has been on the show today we'll have your ig handles in the show notes like i said a number of times already yeah thank you yeah thank you all so much it's been such a gift and also to our listeners thank you so much for listening and continuing to validate us and sharing our shows and encouraging other people to listen i'm never good at ending this Remember? I'm never going to edit. We always edit no. this part out. I'm always at this point where I try to, like, close it up and I can't. Yeah, find some pocket answers. But... Yeah, I do. Okay. That, that, um, what do I say? We have to, have, like, like, end it? We have to come oh, yeah. up with, like, an exit yeah. line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, um... I'm sure you guys are tired of us going around the circle, but we could just all say bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. With that said, we want to thank you all so much for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Notes by Nani. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Bye. Bye from Optimus. Bye from Selena's S89. This is What's Cooking, Good Looking. Uh, Aloha. <laughs> Bye, y'all. This is Janelle at Original. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye. We're done. We're sobering up now. <laughs> We're hydrating. Okay, bye. Cheers. Bye. bye.